and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and to, today we're going to be talking about not beating yourself. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So uh, another week of lockdown, obviously, so uh, not be going out too much, just with the snow, getting out uh, for our walks and our runs, which has been good. Uh, so been getting out for some movement. Um, done, done a little bit more reading and piano, which has been awesome. What, what have you guys been up to? Head over to the Facebook page uh, and drop us a message to um, let us know if you've been learning any new skills during lockdown or um, taking time to perfect um, parts of your uh, business or your relationships or, or whatever else you've been working on. I'd be really interested to, to kind of hear what you've been up to. So this week's episode is all about kind of not beating yourself. So to live that life that we love, we need to be winning. And I think the key thing is, um, obviously we can't win all the time. It's impossible to win at everything. Um, sometimes, you know, we need to learn, we need to develop, we need to grow. If we're not learning, developing and growing, then we're really not going anywhere. We're just kind of circling the wheels where we are uh, and not making any progress. So it's a key thing that, you know, we, we can't win all the time. But I think the important thing is, you know, I've seen a lot of people recently, I've talked to a lot of people recently who are kind of losing, but 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 they're not losing through competition. They're not being beaten by better companies in terms of businesses. They're not being beaten uh, by other people. They're kind of being beaten by themselves and they're kind of setting themselves up for failure. Now, what do I mean by this? Now, this is, this is where you set a, an alarm for, uh, you know, a certain time in the morning, maybe you want to get up at seven o'clock, something like that. So you set your alarm for seven o'clock, seven o'clock comes around the next morning and um, you hit that snooze button four or five times before you finally get out of bed. You kind of forget why, what the reason was that you set that alarm in the morning. It's kind of lost its meaning. You've lost your why at that point and you're kind of just snoozing and, and you kind of get off to a bad start to the day and then, you know, everything can kind of deteriorate from there. Sometimes, you know, once you've done one wrong thing or don't start that day right, then a lot of other things can follow. And I think it's true, you know, when people say if you start your day right, you know, you're going to set yourself up for more success throughout the day. <coughs> Excuse me. And I, and I think that's an important thing. And I know this is just one example, but there's a whole host of other examples that we can go through. Um, and I'm sure you can uh, come up um, with some um, some of your own that you're doing as well, which we need to kind of try and remove and cut out. And I th- I, so I think the key thing is, if, like, if you're being beaten legitimately, so if I'm bidding on a contract, go and do some coaching, for example, for a company, and I get beaten by another company, I've kind of got to do a bit of self-evaluation at this point, right? Did I... Was I truly beaten by the other company? And if so, that's fine. Ask for some feedback and kind of move on from that and keep going. But if I beat myself and and by that, and and you can still beat yourself when you're in competition with other people, by the way. Um, So for example, if I had not done my best on the presentation or I hadn't done the contracts right or, um, you know, the the invoices I sent weren't particularly great, you know, if, if they didn't look professional, if the presentation I sent didn't look professional, if it didn't look all joined together, if it wasn't cohesive, if it came from all kinds of different email addresses, um, you know, at that stage, you're just beating yourself because you're not looking professional. Uh, you're not looking like um, 
a company that other companies would want to work with. So if, if you're doing that kind of thing, you, you're beating yourself before you even get to the competition. So it's not even a fair battle between your stuff and the competitor's stuff because that initial, that first view, that first feeling isn't good enough. So, so you're just you're killing yourself at that point. You're just, like I say, defeating yourself. You're not losing to the competition. You've not got that far. Um, the only the only person you can blame for failure at that point is yourself. And I think we really need to get out of this situation. You know, if, we, if we're to live this life that we love, um, you know, we've, we've got to start feeling good about ourselves. And by feeling good about ourselves, we've got to stop beating ourselves. We've got to stop losing because of something we've done. Um you know, uh, like I say, we can't win all the time. So you're going to lose out to competitors every now and again. You're going to lose out uh, to other companies who have just been around longer than you are, that, that are doing slightly different things than you are. You know, that's just a fact of life. But but to feel good about yourself and to love your, your life and to get to that place where you're kind of happy with how you're performing, uh, you know, a lot of people's self-worth are tied to their own activities. Uh, which which is case for a lot of us. I know that's certainly the case for me. And if I'm feeling like I'm having a bad day, I've kind of got to do that self-evaluation and say, right, am I beating myself or is it just, uh, you know, a, a day where um, I'm being beaten by other people? And, and it's very rarely that you, you're, when you look at it, you're, that you're actually being by, beaten by other people, other companies, etc. It's usually that you're being beaten by yourself, um, which is where those feelings of self-doubt come in, um, where those um, triggers come in, where you might be feeling unhappy with yourself, um, uh, you know, and you kind of feel that, just get that feeling in the pit of your stomach that you're having a bad day. And and for me, when I get that, it's often because I know I'm not putting my effort in, my 100% in, I'm not performing on my A game. I'm not necessarily doing all the tertiary activities around the outside that I know I need to be doing. You, you know, I hate doing paperwork, etc. But those contracts, they've got to look professional. Otherwise, nobody's going to hire you in the first place. So I've now set up a whole host of great templates that I can use, um, that I can just tweak if I need to, just change here and there. Um, and they look really great. Invoicing is exactly the same. I used to send like bootleg invoices out that were kind of drawn up on a bit of paper um, and scanned in kind of thing. No more. That doesn't get done anymore. Again, I've got some really cool templates that I've used that I set up now that I can reuse on a regular basis. You know, and there are also tools that you can use for this kind of stuff as well in your businesses. Um, you know, you can get there's all kinds of invoicing tools, finance management tools, all kinds of contracts management tools as well. So if, if your stuff is looking kind of bootleg, you know, that's um, how other people are going to see you, that you're not kind of at the top of your game and stuff. So once you start working on that, then it's going to be, uh, you know, a lot better and you're going to start feeling a lot better about how you're performing as well. You're going to feel a lot better about the work you're putting out. You're going to feel a lot better about yourself in general. Um, you know, if you're putting in your A-star effort, if you're giving your A game, um, you're going 120% at everything, then you're going to feel good and you really are going to be living that life you love. But as soon as you drop off in one area, you're going to start feeling that. And it might not even be a conscious thing. It might just start um, popping up as, as stress and you can't understand stress in a certain area because you think, oh, well, I'm performing really well over here, so I don't understand why I'm stressed with this. And Well, it's actually because you're stressed about um, another area of your life where you've not been performing great in, where you've let yourself slide a little bit, um, you've slipped back into bad habits, you know, somewhere where you've developed and you, and you got really good at and you've kind of slipped back down again. 
so you've got to put all this together and kind of get over it. And I know, like I say, when I'm having a bad day, it's usually because of something I'm doing uh, and it's not as a result of other people or other companies. You know, even using the example of when I'm bidding on uh, contracts for um, personal development in companies, etc. You know, if I if I get beat legitimately by another company, I can't be upset about that. I can't, you know, I just move on to the next job and, uh, like I say, try and seek some feedback so I can maybe improve um, the, the way I'm presenting or something like that. But if I've put my all into it, the contracts look good, the presentations look good, uh, the conversations I had were great, you know, I was interactive with uh, people, I understood what they were after, uh, and, and that was reflected in the work that I did, then I can only be happy about that. I cannot be stressed about that, even though I didn't necessarily win the contract. So if you're doing your best, um, you know, it's going to move you to a less stressed, stressful place. And like I said, it might not be, you know, stress might be appearing um, from something else. So it might not be linked to the activity you're doing right now. Um, you've kind of got to get a grip of each of the aspects and it's time for that self-evaluation. It's why self-evaluation is so important. So I thoroughly recommend anybody um, to, you know, to do some coaching, you know, whether it's the disc assessment uh, through myself, uh, my coaching company, uh, head over to the website if you want some more details about that. You know, that's going to give you a really great foundation of how you're performing, how you inter best interact with others, how others can interact with you. All that good stuff's going to be included. But you've also got to be have that self-reflection period at the end of each activity or at the end of each day where you sit down and kind of look deeply at yourself and give yourself an honest reflection of, did I perform 100% at that activity? And if the answer is anything other than yes, then you've got something to work on. And as long as you know where those weaknesses are, you can do something about that. But if you don't take that time to do that self-reflection, then you will continue to fail in those areas and you will continue to beat yourself, which means you cannot progress any further forward with that activity or within that role or whatever it may be. So you, you're going to be really struggling. So to set aside 20 minutes to half an hour a day or even longer if you need it, um, to kind of have that self-reflection of, of what you've done during that day, how you've performed. And and like I say, you've got to be really open and honest with yourself. Um, you know, obviously you can do this with coaches. Uh, you could do this with friends. You can do this with other people in the community who are trying to grow along at the same time as you. Um, but most of all, you've got to be honest with yourself because at that point, you, you're only cheating yourself if you're not being honest and um, you're kind of stunting your, your personal and professional development at that point as well. So if you're looking at something um, and, and where you're failing, so um, so for example, um, let me use an, uh, create an example from kind of a coaching perspective. So if I was going into a company to deliver a load of coaching, um, so all my pre-contracts were great, um, they loved the presentation that I did, they booked me in to come in and do a session, they really loved the session that I ran, but then all the follow-up materials that I sent them were poor, for example, uh, maybe I said I'd send a write-up of the sessions, um, uh, so, so, and that, that follow-up material is really poor and I don't follow through with any of the actions that I said I'd do, am I going to be booked again? No, I'm not. You know, you're not going to get booked again. So why would you go to the effort of getting everything up front right and delivering awesome sessions 
then to fail at the last hurdle because you're not going to get that repeat business and indeed you're probably going to harm your reputation because people are going to say, yeah, their presentations were good, but they didn't follow through. They didn't deliver what they said they deliver. They said they do a whole host of other stuff afterwards and they didn't deliver it. So why would you carry on doing that? You, you need to get yourself out of a, a place where you're, like I say, defeating yourself and um, that takes a good, honest, hard look at what you've been doing. And um, if, if you're struggling to identify those areas for yourself, then maybe you need a coach or a friend to help you um, through that so you can kind of describe the process, describe what's happened, and they can give you a reflection back because you can just say, oh, this is what I did. I did X, Y, and Z, that you can give your friend the documents or share the documents if you're able to and um, and say, right, this is what I said I'd do. This is what I provided. Does that kind of match up? And they can look at it and go, no, 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 no. You said you do this and this just really doesn't cut the mustard. And they can, and don't take that personally either. I know a lot of people who do that with friends and take that personally. Sometimes that's why it's great to have a coach because um, they're, you know, one step removed and, and they, they're there to give you that hard word and say, no, 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 that doesn't quite cut the mustard compared to what you say. Um, and, and it's important to have that feedback if you can't give yourself that feedback. I know, you know, I've had a number of conversations with people recently where um, because because of lockdown or whatever, they seem to have got into a mindset where they can't complete everything or they can't perform at a level that they used to perform at. And, um, you know, that's just uh, an, an internal mindset thing in, in majority of the cases. A couple of them were not, but uh, most majority of them are. And you kind of got to get out of that mindset and stop um, putting those limiting factors on yourself and deliver to the best of your ability. And, and with the example I was just giving you, um, you know, it's often perceived how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you if if you deliver 75 percent of everything exceptionally and then you deliver the last bit really poorly, you are only going to be remembered for for the poor bit that you delivered. Um, you know, you've got to be able to deliver everything at that high standard to be able to be seen at that high standard. And if you're not seen as that high standard, then something you're doing somewhere is not of, of that standard, something subpar. So you've got to look at your processes, you've got to look at what you're delivering, and you've got to be able to identify those bits which are subpar and then work on bringing those up, that, that bit up, whether it's a process, an activity, whatever it is, bring that up to the rest of it and then that'll kind of uh, get you back on a level playing field again and you can start competing with the competition instead of competing with yourself. So hopefully that's really helpful for some people out there. Um, hopefully I'm talking to somebody today who's listening and, and you're thinking, oh yeah, I do do this bit really poorly and if I can up my game in that area, it's really going to take me to the ne next level because it, there's only that one element and quite often it is only one element that we're really bad at. It's typically the areas we don't like doing you know whether it's uh, for me it's admin so I've really got to work on on that and, and make a conscious effort to review that and make sure that I'm uh, looking at that constantly to keep it at the same level at which I do everything else uh, for other people it's other things you know uh, and this just isn't uh, for entrepreneurs you know if you're in a job and, and you're not quite seen the way you want to be seen have a look at what you're delivering across the board and see which bits are your weakness um, you know I've, I've worked with people in the past who who were uh, exceptional at what they do but there's a, there's an element of their job that they don't necessarily like or they're not so great at so they kind of leave that to one side and again how you do one thing is how you do everything so they are you will be judged and they will be judged 
by the lowest performing bit of their skill set. So if by lifting that one bit up, you can then be going for promotions, etc. Why would you not want to lift that lift that one element of your roll up? Now that take might take a lot of effort. It might take a bit of time to do that, um, but it'd be worth it in the end. So. Like I said, hopefully that's helped. Hopefully we've helped a few people with that today. If you're struggling with anything, let me know. Um, if you want some coaching, um, especially to do the disc assessment, etc., head over to my website and check that out, lifelivingitandlovingit.com. Check, check that out. Uh, you could book uh, coaching through there if you want something um, for your company, etc. Feel free to contact me and we can um, set something up. But um, yeah, let me just give an overview there of some simple action steps that we can take away because I think it's important to give some practic uh, practical steps uh, to follow. So the first thing is to um, set at some time at the end of each day, at the end of each week to review what you've been doing. And that means having a good, long, hard look at yourself and giving an honest review of how you've performed at each of the activities you've done. That also means taking the time to analyze the bits that you know you've not done great so that you know where you can improve. Um, and then after that, it's putting time aside to improve at that area, lift yourself up. Now, sometimes, like I said, this isn't uh, even in the business world. This can be in your personal life. This can be as simple as setting an alarm in the morning, missing breakfast every morning, that kind of thing. You know um, that you need a healthy start to the break to, to, to each day by having a good breakfast, uh, but you often miss it and you tell yourself excuses like, I'm just too busy to do that, or I don't want breakfast, I've never eaten breakfast, whatever it is. Um, but you know, you know, you should do. So at that point, you're beating yourself. Uh, and in terms of your health and fitness, you're kind of already one step behind then uh, everybody else. So um, have a look at yourself, whether it's both in your um, personal world and in your professional world and see where uh, you can improve. And that's really going to move us towards that life we love. Let's go. Mm -hmm.